from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. I hope to cover a lot of different types of content on this podcast. Things like tips to help you be more frugal or invest better. But part of the podcast is helping you develop the right mindset or stay in the right mindset. And you know, now I'm starting to think I sound a little like Ty Lopez. Bear with me. Today's episode is more mindset oriented versus tips, but I think there are some high-level tips we will get into. First, have you ever heard of the podcast by the book, Be Why Not Be You Why? It's a show where the hosts get a book and try to live by its principles for a week. Then they report back on their findings. It's a pretty interesting podcast. I especially like to listen to episodes related to books I have read and enjoy to see what they think. I guess I'm always trying to validate my own thoughts, though, I suppose. Anyways, in this particular episode I want to talk about today, they read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? And in the podcast, they talk about how the book is straight out of the 90s. It has big font, pictures, the whole deal. And in the book, there are steps given to you for dealing with cheese movement. And those steps are written for you on big blocks of cheese. And so they read the book and take the steps. So let me recap the book for you first, in case you haven't read it. There are four characters, Scurry and, um, what was it, Skip? I'm not sure. They're, they're the mice. Okay, so there's two mice, and Hem and Ha, and they are human. All of them go into a maze every day to eat cheese. And one day they go to the normal spot where the cheese is, and there is no cheese. The cheese is gone. All the characters react differently to this news, but the mice characters get right to work looking for more cheese, while the human characters mope and complain that the cheese is gone. Hence the name Hem and Ha. Eventually, Hem and Ha stop complaining and go find cheese and meet their mice friends there. The end. So here are the tips in the book. Tip one, change happens. They keep moving the cheese. Tip two, anticipate change. Get ready for the cheese to move. Three, monitor change. Smell the cheese often so you know when it is getting old. Four, adapt to change quickly. Five, change. Six, enjoy change. Seven, be ready to change quickly and enjoy it again and again. Now, as I recount the story to you, I understand it may sound a little cheesy, but I really enjoyed this book. In fact, I was surprised. I got it as a gift a few years ago. I'll explain more shortly. But back to by the book. They have a two-part episode. In part one, they ended on a happy note, enjoying the book and thinking it worked for the most part. I think they complained that the steps were a little bit vague, but they were still good. In the second episode, though, someone doesn't like the book. They think that managers and companies are the ones moving the cheese, that the mice slash people in the maze are employees, and that the movement of cheese is the movement to the gig economy. And she complains about how the system is broken and unfair. And unfortunately, I think the book is totally lost on this person. In fact, she's literally acting like the Ham and Ha characters in the book. Sure, 
it's a book, and you can interpret it different ways. But I don't think she's interpreting it the right way, or at least the way that the book is intended. Her response makes sense with her, in my opinion, skewed viewpoint. Companies don't control the cheese. Instead, the maze is life. Opportunities aren't controlled by companies. In fact, companies are in the maze too. For a while, Motorola was the king of all things cellular. Blockbuster was the king of movie rentals. But the cheese moved, and some companies move on to new and better things, and others didn't. Some of them smell the cheese, realize it's getting old, and pivot. Others doubled down and lost, just like the mice and people in the book. I get that this is a slight oversimplification. Some companies just couldn't pivot. The same forces that made them strong now make them weak. But I mean, that's just how allegories work, right? Just complaining about the cheese moving and complaining about the system is really playing into Hem's character in the book. Now, if you get out there and do stuff about it, maybe you're more like Ha. Okay, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back. So I personally own this book. I don't really own that many books, but I own this one. And in fact, for me, I think it was part of a major life decision to leave a job that wasn't going the way I wanted it to, where the cheese was perhaps getting a little stale, where I could have held on a little longer. But no, I was compelled in my actions. This book helped me in my journey in life. Perhaps it will help you in yours. So I recommend reading it. Who Moved My Cheese is true to life, I think. Life is ever-changing. I wrote this episode long before COVID, but here we are in a totally new world. And there's no sense complaining about how things are right now. They are how they are. It is what it is. So while things may be tough right now, we still have an opportunity. We can adapt to the change. And some companies are even thriving in this new economy and this new reality. Liking it or disliking the current situation really isn't something that matters, right? It just matters what we do and how we respond. We don't determine the cards we are dealt in the game of life, but we do determine what we do with the hand we are dealt. And I think this applies to all aspects of life. Look at investments, for instance. We can be sad that a particular investment of ours is not doing well, or we can move on and we can look and find new things to invest in. Because like I alluded to before, companies will come and go. Companies that are successful and innovative will thrive, and companies that hold on to dying technology will fail. You could apply this to your budget too. Sure, in the past, maybe you set a budget for a certain amount, but things have changed. Maybe you have a bigger family now. Maybe that budget needs to move along with it. Or maybe you're making a little less income now, and maybe you need to cut back. One of my professors in college would always tell me, change is inevitable, except from a vending machine. And that is life. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you even have a slightly different outlook on life. I highly recommend reading this book, and also check out By the Book if you'd like to. They're a good show. So thanks for listening, and stay frugal.
would you like to get? Now, would you enjoy getting a weekly email from me with my five big takeaways for the week? I call it my five bullet Thursday. Well, you need to sign up for the Frug Life newsletter. And actually, there's not five bullet points. And no, it's not weekly. I'm just poking fun at Tim Ferriss. Anyways, go to www.thefruglife.com and look for join the newsletter at the top. Otherwise, a link will be in the show notes.